there. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you are with us. If you're new, welcome on in. Glad to have you. We're in the book of 1 Kings. Now, I know some of you might be saying, why 1 Kings? Of all the books in the Bible, why are we looking at 1 Kings? And here's why. Because people slide away from the Lord. That is a fact. Nations do it. Churches do it. Individuals do it. We all have a tendency to wander, prone to wander. There was an old hymn we used to sing that had that words, those words in there. And we are. We are prone to slide away from the Lord. Now, 1 Kings and 2 Kings tells us the story of how the nation of Israel, the absolute chosen people of God, eventually slid away from him. And so by looking at First and Second Kings, we can look at what they did and then not do them, right? Let's learn from other people. So, so, And there's a lot of other principles and truths, obviously, that we find in the book of First and Second Kings. So here we are. Uh, David has died. Uh, Solomon is now king. But not before his brother, Adonijah, tried to plot an overthrow. As David was aging, Adonijah got some priests and a few commanders of some of the army, right, together, went outside of Jerusalem, declared himself king. Now, when David heard this, he jumped into action and and anointed um, Solomon king. And man, I'll tell you, that's that's uh, that saved the kingdom, put Solomon on the throne. That was God's will. And so here we are. Now, Adonijah, when he heard that Solomon was king, ran in, to the temple, grabbed hold of the altar, said, hey, I'm not coming out until Solomon promises to deal peacefully with me. Solomon said, hey, if you're innocent, nothing's going to happen. If you're not innocent, then you're going to die. So that time has come and gone. But now I want you to look at what Adonijah does next, just so you get to understand what type of person he is. So here's the bottom line up front. What we're going to learn today is this. There are some people that cannot be trusted. And I want to say something really harsh because it's right here in the text and we're going to see it. And there are some people that can't be a part of your gang, your posse, your group, your even your church. There are people, I know that's harsh, but there are people that will absolutely do damage to your church, to your organization, to your family, to your friend group. And they, they just simply can't be a part of it. So let's pick up and see what's in here in 1 Kings. So the Bible says this. Then Ananijah, the guy who tried to overthrow Solomon, the son of Haggith, came to Bathsheba, Solomon's mom, uh, the mother of Solomon. And she said, and, and so um, Bathsheba sees him coming. So Bathsheba says, do you come peacefully? And um, he said, peacefully. Then, then he said, I have something to say to you. She said, okay, speak. He said, you know that the kingdom was mine. And that all of Israel fully expected me to reign. However, the kingdom has turned about and has become my brother's, which is Solomon. For it was his from the Lord. So Adonijah begins by saying, okay, my coup was going to work. Everyone know it was going to work. And so he's positioning himself with some power about really what wasn't true. <laughs> uh, because, listen, when Solomon was declared king, the roar of approval from Jerusalem was so loud, it flowed over the walls down into the valley where Adonijah was, and they heard it miles away. So what he's saying isn't true, but he's positioning himself for power and for favor, right, with the king's mother, Bathsheba. So it goes on and says this. So it says, however, the kingdom has turned about and become my brother's, for it was his from the Lord. And now I have one request to make of you, talking to Bathsheba, please do not refuse me. She said, okay, speak. He said, please ask King Solomon, he will not refuse you to give me Abishag the Shunammite as my wife. Bathsheba said, very well, I will speak for you 
to my king. Okay, so who is who is this Abishag, the Shudamite? She was the young lady that they went and found to keep King David warm as he was dying. David was old. He couldn't stay warm. So they go find this beautiful young woman. She was very faithful to the king. She came. She laid with him, kept him warm at night, right? So, so he wouldn't freeze, right? Because he was old and he couldn't stay warm. And, and so he's, this is who he's asking for. Now understand, she was in a valued, most trusted position. So he's not just asking for some gal off the street saying, I want someone from the royal court. Solomon, I'm asking for someone valuable to you. Not only did I try to take your kingdom, <laughs> right? Now I'm asking for a favor. Do you get the kind of picture, right, that's going on here, Adonijah? Sort of see what's going on? So then it, this is what happens next. So let's pick up at verse 19. So Bathsheba went to King Solomon to speak to him on behalf of Adonijah. The king rose to meet her and bowed down to her. And then he sat on his throne and had a seat brought for the king's mother. And she sat to his right. And then she said to him, I have one small request to make of you. Do not refuse me. And the king said to her, make your request, my mother, for I will not refuse you. She said, let Abishag the Shunammite be given to Adonijah, your brother, as his wife. King Solomon. Okay, so there's the ask. This valued person in the royal court that cared for your father, Solomon, your brother, the traitor, wants. Look at the treachery in that. See, there are people who at their core, and I don't know why this is. I mean, it, sin is obviously the reason, but the, the other peripheral reasons why there are some people that seem they just cannot be trusted, they cannot be humble, they cannot fit into a system, they will fight you at every turn. They will be entitled and emboldened at every turn uh, over things that they have no business even looking at. There are people like that. There might be people in your life like that. So listen to how David, now, okay, this is, this is how Solomon deal with it. I'm not going to say this is how you deal with it, but this is what King Solomon said. King Solomon answered his mother, and why are you asking me the Abishag, the Shunammite, for Adonijah? Why are you asking me that? Ask for him of the kingdom also then. For he is my older brother, and on his side are Abathar, the priest, and Joab, the son of Zeruah, two very important people in the, the royal uh, party, if you will, in, in the administration. Then King Solomon swore by the Lord in saying this. He said, God do so to me, and more so also, if this word does not cost Adonijah his life. In other words, he's saying, God, if I don't kill Adonijah for this, you kill me. Because it is now proven that he is treacherous, entitled, and lacks any character to lead or be around the kingdom. So he goes on, he says, And now therefore, as the Lord lives, who has also established me and placed me on the throne of my father David, and who has made me a house as he has promised, Adonijah shall be put to death today. So look what he does next. He says, So King Solomon sent Beniah, the son of Jediah, and he struck him down and he died. That's a horrible story. But here's the truth we have to take away. Here's the why of why God put it in here. There are people that cannot be trusted. And there are people you cannot walk with in business, in life, in friendship, right? In church. There are people that are destructive at their very nature. They truly are. And when you find them out, you have to deal with it. Now, don't do what Solomon did, right? You'll end up, <laughs> you'll end up in jail. So don't do that. But you've got to deal with it. You've got to separate yourself from people 
whose character will corrupt everything good you're trying to do. That's what we take from this. This is why God put this in 1 Kings. Now, when you do that, here's what's going to happen. You're going to find grace, unbelievable grace, and a lot of peace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. Now, Lord, be with us as we live for you and walk with you in the days ahead. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God's blessings on you, and we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.